Hey there, nerds. It's Gertrude, here for my contractual obligation to ask you to rate us on iTunes. I know, it's annoying. So how about this? I'll give you the time to do it right now. Go for it. Rate us. I don't care that you're driving. Just do it. Just It'll take like two seconds. Just do it. What? Oh, oh you crashed your car? Well, I guess you should have been paying more attention. There's tons of crazy drivers out there just texting and driving all over the place, not giving any consent to pedestrians. I almost got hit by a cab the other day. You know, it's crazy out there. So, did you read us? Did you do it? I'm going to haunt your dreams until you do it. Welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello, and welcome to Awful Neutral. I am your dungeon master, Damien Mercado. With me, as always, is Jesse Egan as... Blanche! Blanche <laughs> Poubelle! Uh, mother of Gertie... And wife of Tiffy. It's been a long time. Also with us, Dave Callens as... Line. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, noble tabaxi paladin. <laughs> Director angrily quits in the background. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it worked like this. Christopher Nolan, come back. Clint Beiger as... Chet... Tifi Blankate, proud <laughs> papa to Gertrude Blankate and loving husband of my love of my life. You forgot my name. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Egan. Blanche Poopel. Where does the proud part come in as being Gertrude's father? That well, well, she's um very. Her, Asking for a friend. She, she's unique, and that's that's something, boyo. Gertrude has a sister. You'll be proud of one kid. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that kid, Sarah Lee Steiner as Gertrude, disgruntled child of these two Nimbus souls. <laughs> that's a new word. <laughs> Nimbus souls. <laughs> You've never heard Nimbus. I've never heard Nimbus. It's because you're a moron. <laughs> Nimbus. You know, Gertrude aside, quietly, the last couple episodes on this arc, on this side of uh-huh. the story, have been quite heartwarming, this little family dynamic. Gertrude's like like the uh, kids, like, ah, parents, you're embarrassing me with your unconditional love. Piss <laughs> off. The, my heart is only warm from cigarette smoking indigestion. <laughs> and I'm a nimble imbecile. <laughs> oh, I thought she, Blanche, don't say that. I thought she was saying Nimbus Hole, the hole of a Nimbus. I gave her She's too much She's saying credit. we're dumb but agile. Hmm. <laughs> We've seen your Pornhub search, Tifi. Nimbus Hole. <laughs> I'll have to oh, update my lexicon. That could also be Harry Potter, like the Nimbus 2000. I always search dumb and agile also. <laughs> <laughs> And the lead character throughout this arc, we have Bijan Mustafavi as... Lothario de la Pun. I am a father to a many nimbits. 
<laughs> Coupled nimbuses with nimbuses, nimbuses. Tasmanian devil tattoos. Now, did you with the, did you think that Sal was going to be back for this too? Is it well? Like what? Yes, very much. Yes. <laughs> Yes. There is no AC in this room, so I am churchless as well. <laughs> oh God! These nimbitzes. That's a pretty sexy way of talking. I, I mean, <laughs> if like you moved to Ohio and could start all over, who's to say that this isn't your full-time voice? Oh, I know. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> Practicing for a reason. Last time on Awful Neutral. After a hilarious scene involving bears, a cricket, and insect war at a strip club, Lothario discovered that Manny, his second abandoned child, uh, was not the uh, going to be the harbinger of doom for this world. After setting things you know, right... second abandoned child just has such a <laughs> ring to it. <laughs> it's my favorite punk band. <laughs> really sets the stage. I like it. Bijan is a wonderful father in real life, as far as I know. <laughs> His kid's really young. I don't know. It's kind of hard to mess it up. You know, you're not. <laughs> as the psychologist here, I will say no. you can't mess it up. No, you can. You can totally mess it. Up. <laughs> just don't. Just don't. Just don't beat him. Try to curse in front of him too much. And don't shake it. Don't shake it. <laughs> the, Are you referring the to the baby? <laughs> yes. Don't no. shake the baby. <laughs> okay, you we're good stir then. Stir it. Stir it. <laughs> I like my baby's uh, shake. <laughs> Maybe don't <laughs> shake it in front of your baby either. That's, there you go. Be don't shake it or cuss Especially in front of your baby. Especially you, Bijan. That would be extra scarring. My father violated the third rule. He would just twerk in front of me as a kid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you now. <laughs> so many kings. Drop that whoppity. <laughs> also, during that episode, during the battle uh, between the locust swarm and the rats and cockroaches, Gertrude discovered that she could communicate with the Locust Swarm. They even referred to her as champion. <laughs> That's a dolphin noise. I was trying to imagine, like, how would one speak <laughs> to crickets? Just... <clears throat> cricket, cricket. <laughs> yeah, Gertrude, how does Gertrude speak the to crickets? I, I speak to them like this. What do you mean? Yeah, just use your voice and you talk to them. <laughs> I was expecting a pun because that's been that's been the <laughs> never when you expect. We're just warming up. We're very early in the episode. My brain is not completely on. <laughs> and, uh, you know, her voice actually is fairly crickety. There's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording at 1 p.m. I've been awake for 15 minutes. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> I haven't even had half a cigarette box yet. <laughs> Uh, they're called cartons. Carton. Cigarette yeah. <laughs> <laughs> box. Haven't even had no, half, a, a half a box I of milk. Come in a pallet from Costco. <laughs> no, the next thing up from a carton cigarette is box. a box. <laughs> box. box. She's halfway through. Oh, Where have you been, Dave? Come around. <laughs> <laughs> you nimbuses, go in there and buy me a cigarette box. <laughs> <laughs> I need my weekly pallet. <laughs> Why she calls it a pallet cleanser. <laughs> the whole scene ended relatively wholesome as the gang, as Dispatter ganged the. The whole scene ended as wholesomely as to be could be expected <laughs> as Dispatter opened up a portal uh, to. Uh, and the gang jumped, and the gang 
jumped in uh, so they could find the last three of Lothario's children and hopefully and hopefully end this uh, several episode long <laughs> lesson about parenting that Lothario was learning. Um, we open up with you guys are traveling in the space in between time and dimension as you guys have before. I don't know. Do you guys even still find it interesting or is it just kind of we've been to Disneyland? I love this. These space elevators are fantastic. It's always interesting when you do it uh, again. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about myself. I'm glad I have this opportunity to grow. Could you repeat the question, please? <laughs> a universe spawns in the horizon, just uh, as Kevin asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are traveling. Uh, Dispatter is talking to Lothario. All right, Lothario, you did great. You did great. All right. Uh, but hey, guess what? I, I found a real cheat code, right? You got three more names in that list, right? Yes, uh, one, two, three. <laughs> good, good. So I, I, sometimes I need to count too. I'm just not, you know, I didn't get my learning done from books and schooling. Did it from the dark web, right? Like any true red-blooded American. No, that's what he actually named them. His kids three, four, and five, maybe one, two, and three. No, they are one, two, and three. Those are those are my children. <laughs> My own I'm a research. kid named Darkweb, who I get all my information from, too. <laughs> One, two, and three, like an oak tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. We got three more of these uh, three more of these kids you abandoned. And we're going to figure out which one it is, right? Okay. All right, Lothario, don't get me wrong. We just got to get through one more, right? And I know that, like, you know, some of those, that, that human part of your heart's uh, probably, like, regretting, <laughs> you know, just doing what you want and just, you know, just being a rambling man, not being tied down responsibility. But I'm telling you, you get through this, I got all the chili. All the chill you could want, man. Make, make you forget about your kids. Damn. You and me go be entourage members. So Dispatter's letting you know, do whatever you want. There's uh, there's chili to help you forget it. And uh, there's uh, uh, Sophia Vergara slash your mom letting you know that, hey, you, you know, you don't fuck this up. You're going to be my champion. Just, you know, be moral. So there's two paths. You can go the evil path. You could be wingman and with Alex Jones. Or you could be a champion of uh, Sophia Vergara. All right. So yeah, Lothario, first thing I'm gonna do, man, I've, I've, I've been reading about peacocking. When you and I get down to hell together, man, like you and I, like, I've, I got this hat. And he puts on a Jamiroquai <laughs> hat. Like, I think you and I, I think uh, you and I are gonna be like, you can help me step up my game. Oh man, that's, uh, that's you. Oh, I thought I made it out my, my mind, but that hat is very alluring. I could <laughs> probably flip it over and fill it up with a lot of chili. <laughs> oh, yeah. you see chili just sliding down the sides of that? I'm going to go up to Dispatter and then kiss him on the cheek where the chili is and go, I am going with her and then turn walk towards Sofia Vergara. Uh, she's not there, but but you'd have, but she's not ah, there. Well, but then like... that description was confusing. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so I'm choosing between them two, but she's not there. I'm just choosing the path in front of him while he's offering me chili. Yeah, yeah, you know, he, it's not necessarily a path you have to decide right now. He's just, I'm just letting you know that, like, I'm just selling one. You can still give him that sweet, sweet chili kiss. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get that chili and... <laughs> you still say that. I don't wonder what the hell he meant by that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I mean, that's a sweet, tender kiss. The man has lips like silk. I hope he didn't swallow any of that chili probably make him start forgetting his kids and we can't have that before this <laughs> and he takes off his hat reaches in like uh -huh. winnie the pooh into the hat with one hand and just <laughs> takes it off <laughs> chili and puts the jamiroquai hat pack on uh, as you walk away just like before you guys see uh, a universe approaching 
Um, this looks like it's going to be your next stop. It is um, looks like it's uh, several years ahead of uh, wherever you guys were on the timeline before. Gertrude, as you approach, things seem to slow down for you. You hear a, hey neighbor, come this way. And uh, you look and you it's kind of hard. Make a perception check, Gertrude. Oh crap, I can't remember what my... That's fine. Uh, Clint, would you mind... Uh... I rolled a 20! Oh, natural 20? Uh, yeah! I don't Nat believe 20. you. I'm calling shenanigans. Right there. <laughs> Dice app. Nice. Nice. You see, it is, in fact, you see everything about this. You see, uh, you see, uh, it's like time slows down. Uh, you see a uh, universe is collapsing in upon themselves in the distance. You see, I don't know if it's lost on you, but you see the majesty of creation and destruction all around you in this cosmic ballet. But you also see, dwarfing that, a small cricket. It's wearing a red sweater. Uh, it's anthropomorphic, so it's standing on two legs. Is his name Jeremy? Uh, ha- <laughs> or Jiminy? <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy Cricket. Jeremy Cricket. Jeremy. I say Pinocchio, you should probably smoke and do drugs. That is yeah, it's me, Jeremy Cricket. <laughs> the famous Jeremy Cricket. <laughs> but not the Jeremy the from brother. Subway, right? Cool. I stabbed some pansy uh, cricket in the top hat outside. <laughs> yeah, I'm your, I'm your new spirit guide. Hold up, hold up. Can we have her get a Jeremy Cricket tattoo next to her Tasmanian <laughs> double saying yabba dabba doo tattoo? <laughs> yeah, my na- that's my name. Jeremy Cricket. <laughs> How'd you? Yeah, that must have been uh, one modifying perception check. <laughs> oh, you're special. Come on. I'd like to talk to you. <coughs> what do you want to talk about? The others are frozen in time. <laughs> I see you're playing it cautious. Well, uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna put all my cards out on the table. Uh, smile, Vester, and uh, you, just like the Cheshire Cat appears, you know, as, where a smile appears from nowhere, and then the rest of the cat appears. Um, smile, Vester. Appears. Hello. Smile, Vester. It's me. Smile Vesta. Smile Vester, uh, who's, you know, as you might know, is uh, if somebody uh, enchanting your friend Kevin with power, well, he was telling me that uh, there was somebody out there who loved crickets. And uh, I've been watching you, Gertrude, and I think you have what it takes to be my champion. What kind of champion? Well... Uh, and he uh, sits down and starts taking off his shoes like Mr. Rogers would. <laughs> Come over here. Be my neighbor. And he sense he has like six legs, so he's taking off a lot of shoes. I don't, I don't want to be a neighbor with a cricket. I'm going to have you fumigated. Oh, come on. I've seen you. I saw the way you were in that strip club. I saw the way you took power and control of the Locust Army? Yes, I took power and control over the pole, yes? I tended to look away when during the more sinful parts of your meatloaf dancing. <laughs> that, there was no sinning going on, sir. Well, you were rubbing that cat-turned meat bread all over your body. Turn. In a <laughs> cat turn. <laughs> all over your body in ways that were suggestive and probably not appropriate for for my sensibilities. 
neighbor. Okay, yeah. Uh, so you a well, little I, bit of I, a prude, got it. I, well, I, I, I'd like to set an example for all the little guys, for all the little insects out there. <laughs> Are there insects smaller the, than you? It's hard to believe. Most insects, uh, yes, actually. There are um, many insects smaller than me. <laughs> Grasshoppers can be uh, up to, uh, an in- uh, locusts can be up to two inches, three inches long. Ah, just uh, like so, my boyfriends. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gives an uncomfortable laugh like John Ritter does in Bad Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Specific yes, laugh. Yes, 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 penis jokes. Uh, those, are, those are fun for everyone. Okay, now, um, Gertrude, I'm... I, I, I like, there are certain things I like about you as a champion, like the way that you you stand up for the little guy, and, you know, like a lot of those other gods look down on Smilevester and Jeremy, you know, because we're lesser gods, and and a lot of other people look down on, well, you, Gertrude, you don't let that get you down, and... What do you mean people look down on me? Is this because I'm short? Are you making a short joke? Because you are definitely not one to speak in this certain situation. Because I could squash you. And if I also I love to. that you're as self-aware as many of the creatures that we that I governed. You are as self-aware as so many of the grasshoppers that have attacked you viciously in your past. And that's what I love about for my champions. I don't need I don't need a champion who's going to go up and change and become different. I want somebody who's going to, no, despite everything, stay the same. Just. And, and and continue to, to well, be a bug. There will be no character arc here. There will be no developments. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you see, bugs, we like stagnancy. We like things to stay the same. And I, and, and I feel you could be a fine, I'd like to lend you my power if you'd accept it to, to help keep the world the same, as is. What kind of power? You'd be, have the power of old Jeremy. Now, uh, it may not seem like much. I'm no Moradin or Melora, but uh, I think you could find that, uh, well, first off, instead of uh, being consumed by insects every time Joe DMs, maybe they're your army from now on. Oh, I don't this like is how this metagaming is between the brothers. It's just I love DMing it. against each other. I love being a pawn in between your dynamic relationship. <laughs> Yes, listen, me and the other plane walkers, we're creatures that walk in between the realms. Nexus beings. Uh. There was a very, I, for for example, have a variant that plays a Clarence in Kids on Bikes. I swear there was a fourth wall just here. It's like completely demolished. Where did it go? It's been destroyed, silly. We're renovating around here. Sorry, walls are coming down all the time. Except around my character. <laughs> I will change you, Cyrilly. Never! I will change you. I'll break you, Gertrude. You'll never get me alive! Uh, um, well, that's great. You know, I, I just... You know, I... I was a little worried. You know, you tend to... I've told you come off a little bit. can be a little bit acerbic. And, uh, you know, what does that word mean? From the... Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, let's just end this interaction. Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> All right, train. <laughs> Puts his shoes back on and walks away from me quickly. Come back with the powers. I didn't get them. 
It's the power to drive crickets away. <laughs> or call. I didn't need that power. I already have the power for all the men in my life to leave me. <laughs> yeah, the insect power will not help or or hurt you in that regard. You will be just as repulsive to men. <laughs> Actually, you're not. You've been married nine times. You're really clearly not repulsive to men. No. She just finds the right ones. Appearance-wise, necessarily. It's once they get to know the cancer that is inside my heart. <laughs> She's repulsive on the inside. The real girt. <laughs> yes. You can only maintain the facade for so long. I like that that's the facade. <laughs> this whole time, Smile Vester's just standing there like an idiot. <laughs> Hi, I'm still here. <laughs> I don't know why I was summoned. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> I walk away. Smile faster. What? You just sat there. She intimidated me. I brought you as backup. You just sat there cleaning yourself. I know. I'm so far. I'm a silly goose. I was enjoying it. It was fun to watch. She's so abusive. <laughs> it's like watching an episode of Doctor Phil. You <laughs> <laughs> missed out. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Suddenly the episode veers off into an adventure between Smile Vester and Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> this is finally 70 episodes in, the podcast finds itself. <laughs> All right, so uh, Gertrude, you snap back. Um, uh, snap we're gonna back say to as reality. Ha- oh, there goes gravity. <laughs> Sorry. You're gonna get you know a what? Suit. We're gonna say this hasn't happened to everybody else. When you snap back to reality, it uh, it's it knocks you, even though you're floating. It still knocks you over, like your body, your consciousness crashing into your body at 100 miles an hour, um, and covers you in mom spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, you are. You have mysteriously have spaghetti in your head uh, where you didn't before. The party just sees you fall over and materialize with spaghetti on your head. I wrote down the words. I don't remember what they were. <laughs> oh. Goodness. You can freestyle for us. You guys notice that Gertrude's hair is now green, though, as she's back and when she has returned. Gertrude, what, what happened? You you got smacked in the face with spaghetti that turned your hair green and fell on the floor. <laughs> I think it looks. What do you cool. mean my hair is green? What do you mean it's green? What color green? What kind of shade? Is it pew green? Is it neon green? Why can't I see it? And Gertrude's trying to grab her hair and look at it. Roll me a d twenty. It's kind of an oregano green. That's an herb I use oregano. in calzones. I, I rolled a four. You rolled a four? Uh, this, oof, that's low. This is like, um, almost like a baby poop I green. I revised almost. that. It's oh. more like a baby poop green. God. Split no. pea soup. That's the worst green of them all. <laughs> Somehow, it really fits your character, I have to say. It's kind of blends in with everything. Because I've got the personality of a baby. Got it. Okay. Because you poop yourself. I was just thinking, I I know my Gertrude is ready to grow, and look at you. You're changing I right before want to my have eyes. This kind of I'm change. so proud I of you. I wanted to stay the same. You look punk rock. It's cool. You just said I look like Pooh. Well, Pooh is cool. <laughs> Pooh is cool. <laughs> There's the title of the episode. Poo is cool. You're not cool unless you poo on your hair. <laughs> that was a mean prank somebody pulled on a young Gertrude, convincing her that. Uh, <laughs> that was true. Poo is short for shampoo. <laughs> on your head. 
Okay, okay, so um, it, could, it looks like poo. Does it smell like poo? Somebody smell me. Sniff me. Smell me, please, somebody. You, you smell. You, you smell like spaghetti. There's spaghetti all over your head. Okay, well, I've smelled worse. Dispatter, with his uh, nine-foot-tall self, leans over and smells your head. And, oh, no, don't smell poo, but, um, got, uh, damn, is that bath salts? That's right. Is your dandruff have bath salts in it? Oh, <laughs> 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 Anybody else want to handle this? That's great. Uh, please stop sniffing my daughter. I, uh... <laughs> Uh, Chet quickly cast Prestidigitate to clean Gertrude up so that Dispatter uh, stops sniffing her. My stuff! <laughs> like, you act like you flushed his stuff down the toilet. <laughs> 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 you son of a bitch, I'll kill you! Alright, hold on. <laughs> you're the big guys. You're the big guys. You're the bosses. So you're, uh, you're, uh, um, you're the big guy's soul. I can't fucking just, you just flush my drugs. We're all right, everybody. It's really cool. Gertrude now looks like an old anime villain, but um, <laughs> we're getting close to uh, we're getting close to our destination. So everybody, prepare. I don't know what's going to happen uh, when we get there, but I'll give you the best scout report I can once uh, once we get there. All right. You enter. You uh, there is a bright flash of light, and all of you emerge. Um, it, you guys are outside. It looks to be early in the morning. And you're standing outside of what looks to be a uh, a caravan of carnies. They are setting up for uh, looks like a big festival. Uh, there is, you see, painted on the side of one of the carny caravans. It says, "Uncle Einhart's Traveling Carnival," featuring the marvelous Haley and Kaylee Oak. There looks to be a rural town. It's a, uh, in fact, you look and you see it says, uh, uh, there's a sign that says Mole, Oklahoma uh, Harvest Festival. Those of you who remember Chud's backstory, you would know that Mole, Oklahoma is the hometown of one Mr. Chud Bingsley. As a matter of fact, since this does take place in the future, uh, this timeline, you are ahead of where you were in the other timeline. It says, a sign that says, home of one of the heroes of Sastagaria, Chud Bingsley. And there's kind of like an old Tex light-up sign, like you see in Vegas. Nice. Oh, with yeah. that. Tips its hat. Taking his hat off and putting it back on. Howdy, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Except instead of taking his hat off, he's squeezing one of his udders. <laughs> no, it's both. It's both. Neon milk spray. So that's a fun little fact. We'd call that a Marvel Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> and you see Stan Lee in, in the bushes behind the... <laughs> Lothario. You jump into the body. You are standing up on a small makeshift stage. You are standing at the back of the stage behind two very colorfully dressed. Uh, Sarah Lee, you probably would know this outfit. Uh, there are two individuals standing in front of everybody. They look to be Eladrins, half fae creatures. I mean, if you had to compare them to a human age, uh, they look to be two 35-year-old women. They are dressed, they're dressed like Zartana from DC Comics. They're dressed like a magician. Uh, they're wearing- I believe uh, you mean Zantana? Not Zartana. You're both wrong. It's Zaytana. Going to pause right here for an editor's note. After the episode, I looked it up, and it was Zartana. Enough gloating. Back to the episode. <laughs> Regardless of how you pronounce it, I, I have no fuck. Uh, She's a magician character many... who solves crime by night. So there's two women in tuxedos. They're, so they're, they're dressed like stage performers, they're like magicians, the black leotards, 
high heels. The rest of you are uh, look to have jumped into the body of carny workers, people at this festival. The hands and they are people standing in front of the stage where the uh, two dressed up entertainer people are giving a speech. We're in the body of surrounding carnies. Yes. Nice. And I'm on stage in the back, right? Behind yeah, if two? you guys were okay. looking at Bijan, he looks like he has taken the body of a large burly human uh, looks to be in his 60s but like who aged like the um, badass marine guy from Avatar he's an old guy uh, who pretty intimidating he's worked with his hands his whole life his big barrel chest how great is his mustache <laughs> it is so great that it turns into a beard he has this bit he looks like somebody from the Russian mountains maybe he even has like a furry hat nice like a, a bunny or what kind of furry <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Clint's a little too interested in this. Uh, The entertainers begin speaking. All right, everybody. Today's the big day. Today's the day we get back at these closed-minded bastards of Maloklahoma. Now, we know that this has been hard. I know that some of you uh, might have reservations. If you do, last chance, go ahead and walk away now. But we're going to get these sons of bitches back for what they did to our kin. And we're going to get them back, you know. uh, Are we all there listening? Yes. Okay, Kevin, when he, when he heard the guy say that, he's like, I didn't know we needed reservations. Can we not just walk in? <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she just keep, continues. She ignores that. She looks over like, who said that? Which one in the audience said that? Which carny was that? <laughs> yeah, which? Who's the dead motherfucking carny who just spoke <laughs> Now, this town, this town's been closed-minded long enough. As many of you know, the people of this town committed some injustice against my family. They killed my mom and Uncle Einhard up here. And they point to Elise Lothario's character, his sister. And if it wasn't for him bringing me into to the uh, family carny business, well, those people would have killed two children because there was nobody else to take care of us. And I know that all of you joined here because all of you have had similar experiences dealing with Malokalhomans. Points to one carny. In fact, uh, this carny is going to be Sarah Lee's carny. You, Stinky Jim. Stinky Jim. I don't fake up that stinky. Uh, okay, Stinky Jim. All right, you need to learn to look inwards and maybe look towards the shower as well because you do stink. I looked inward. I don't smell. You know what, Stinky? You know, everybody here, like, you look and, like, there are people, like, uh, Stinky Jim has, like, a, a buffer zone around him. He's the only one. <laughs> people are uncomfortably tight to, to stay away from Stinky Jim is what you're saying. <laughs> Sticky Jim, your lies to yourself aside. I know for a fact they kicked you out of this town, took everything you own. You wouldn't live but the way they wanted. You wouldn't take the baths or wear the deodorant or brush the teeth that they demanded. I have an allergy to the deodorant. It makes me itchy. <laughs> well, me and my sister here have offered to spray you down with the hose several times. <laughs> And you have turned that down as well. I'm also allergic to water. Oh, good lord. <laughs> good lord, lord. The point is, you are welcome here with all of your many imperfections. Thank and, you uh, for accepting me for who I am. Many, many, many imperfections. And your physical stink lines. <laughs> it's just always hazy here. It's like a green fog everywhere I go. He's living in a fart. It looks like, <laughs> looks like you're having a flashback. Points to Clint's NPC. So, um, what about you? 
Sally the Fornicator, you were, you, all, you were kicked out of there just no longer than a month ago because you couldn't keep your hands to yourself. And then the character like holds up a bunch of hands that they have. Like, ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sally definitely is uh, a creature with four hands. <laughs> and they're all down different people's pants. <laughs> oh, what? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> oh. You can spread as many STDs as you want with us, Sally, because that's okay. You are allowed to let your freak flag fly with us. Four dudes are like, you leave Sally alone. <laughs> I have never get any felt better. so accepted. Down with the small-minded. Uh, and and then they uh, point to, and who could forget one of the newest members of our group? He ain't from here, but we know he's one of our brothers because he has one of these uh, special uh, uh, Tasmanian devil's whirly-durly tattoos <laughs> on him. Uh, as our brother over here, Mr. Roland Black. Um... Uh, and you see, like, this really goth emo kid. You know, he's very, you know, he's, his hair is black hair. Like, everything's dyed. He's wearing, like, black leather, whatever. Uh, he's wearing whatever the equivalent to fantasy Jinko jeans are. <laughs> Still just regular Jinko. <laughs> <laughs> I'm LARPing to somebody who's super dark right now, man. Let me look. <laughs> Uh, he joined. Uh, we was a little bit of luck. We, you know, he has nothing against us, but the world's been hard on him too. Want to tell us your story, Roland? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell the story. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like you know, my dad, my mom was like this waitress at like a place at Crow's Point, and like she got pregnant. If you remember back to the first episode, Lothario, uh, <laughs> that's it's Sal. It was Sal, <laughs> not Bijan. Like yeah, my mom like like got knocked up by like some like loser dude or whatever. And, like, all he left her was, like, a handkerchief. And, like, my mom just wasn't mature enough. And, like, you know, she, like, blamed me for, like, my dad leaving and everything. And, like, blamed me for everything. And, like, you know, brought in a bunch of dudes. And they sucked, too. You know? And, like, <laughs> like I just get so angry, like, when I'm around people. Because, like, you know, it, I just didn't have it fair. It wasn't fair for me, man. Because my dad wasn't there. It gets awkward. <laughs> All right, Roland, to thank you. We're sorry we asked. It's, it's, it sucks. <laughs> Nobody, everybody here had a bad time. Wait. Nobody here is wearing black. Hold on. Is, is this Lothario's story arc? I thought this was about me the whole time. <laughs> do you, TV, do you serial fucked your way across Sausage <laughs> as a, as a robot? I've just been, like, learning so much about myself. I thought this was all about me. It's about Lothario. I need to be a better friend. At least someone I'm is learning more something. about myself. I need to be a better friend. <laughs> and husband, you left me for like 127 years. But let's not make this about us. Go ahead, Lothario. So you could be a sex robot. <laughs> <laughs> you were humping and bumping around. That's right, Roland. Uh, we're going to go ahead and cut you off there. I guess the point is, if you guys want out, now's the time. All right, but... Basically, what we're going to do, here's the plan. Same thing as always. I'm going to get up here, and me and my sister are going to start selling our miracle elixir. We're going to need you guys' help. Maybe some of you can go out and play people in the audience and help help sell it. Careful not to drink it, because unlike the normal uh, snake oil we sell, which promises to cure people but does not, this will actually kill you. This is poison that will corrupt your soul. So, uh, again... Do not drink this tonic that we are going to be selling on stage. That's only for the people of this town. Kevin who raises his hand. Yes, you out there. What if we're really, really thirsty? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna ask 
what flavor it is. You know what? On second thought, you two, I think we're going to keep you backstage. I think we're going to need to keep you uh, on horse duty. If it's Blackberry, I will not be able to hold myself back. Did you say horse duty or horse duty? <laughs> You're going to be picking up horse shit, so whatever, whatever interpretation, I guess, takes some of the edge off of it. And then you want us to bottle the horse shit for you to sail? This reminds me of the episode of The Simpsons where Homer was put on B-duty. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's looking around. I think I need an adult. I'm confused. What am I supposed to eat and drink? Oh, here, um, try this. Kevin hands her a bottle of potion. <laughs> give me that. No, give me away. Oh. Uh, you two go. Uh, Roland, what? Can you look after these two? Make sure they don't ruin the plan. We've come too far to have a couple of uh, D-U-M-B books ruin this, so... <laughs> that spells dumb. <laughs> That's not nice to the... call Kevin dumb. He doing his best. What does the Dave Unicorn Matthews band have to do with this? <laughs> everyone in this land is acting like a bunch of nimbusiles. <laughs> Fortunately, you guys jumped into two dumb characters. Like, if you guys had, like, you might have really thrown up some red flags if you had jumped into, uh, I don't know, Jerry the Learned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the plan. Uh, Uncle Iheart, uh, would you mind coming back and helping us get ready for putting on the, the final? I think they're talking to me. Whoa, 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 my voice changed. Oh, oh, what the hell's going on? Look at these biceps. I'm fucking ripped. I don't know what the hell. How? Damn it. I'm, I'm well, flexion's a little bit different, but I'm, I feel like an actual man right now. I don't know what's going on here. I hope he's uh, saying this all out loud. The <laughs> <laughs> spatter appears to you like Al from on Quantum Leap. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. You're, 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 you're talking out loud here, right? Yeah, man. I, I, mean, I got I got I got this, uh, this, this. I'm camouflaged, too. Why am I wearing camouflage? Why is my voice so cool? Like I'm, like I'm a fighter or something. What am I? What? I'm telling you, you're looking pretty sweet right yeah, now. Right. Like, you must have been... Have to, Look at these everybody who drinks the uh, dispatter for early serum, I'll tell you that. Because you, uh, you got... I think I look like I deserve a little bowl of chili already. <laughs> <laughs> he starts to take off his Jamiroquai hat. No, wait! <laughs> Just a little taste. Come on, give Daddy a little taste of that chili. <laughs> Just a little bit longer. It's actually while I'm here. Listen, as you could tell. Yeah. All right, so there's... You, you have three kids here. Right. Uh, one of them is that is that uh, emo one over there, that yeah. one pouting about. Yeah, daddy never loved me. I got beat up as a kid. Oh. My whole life was abuse. Way, yeah. way, way. Right, what a, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm socially adjusted. We'll be alone forever. Wait. <laughs> hate that. chili for that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, man. That's your kid. I don't give a shit. Give oh, that's, you yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I hate most of my kids too, man. It's great. <laughs> a sudden urge of testosterone. It feels like it's coming from my loins. I don't know how to, I don't know how to control this. A little, a little more angry than usual. Yeah, well, because you're a red-blooded American man. That's what happens. You get fired. Okay, I'm okay. <laughs> it does not take much to get me to say that as an outshot. <laughs> Any prompt to get me to say red-blooded American man. <laughs> and uh, a dispatter takes off his shirt, uh, uh, which is covered in chili leaking down from his hat. Uh, <laughs> right, okay. As this is going on, they're hearing you like in the background uh, and the two are talking. <laughs> The other two are, now those other two, those two uh, that uh, that seem competent, that are running the show, right. well, uh, those are your other two kids. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if they, they're, they're wearing leotards, probably covering up their uh, Tasmanian devil tattoos. Oh, they're probably, uh, they're probably natural born killers. They look like it. 
I was gonna say, can I can I go talk to these ladies right now? Yes, yeah. So, so, so please do, please do. Yeah, I, I got me and uh, um, what's the other? Me and Chris Angel got uh, got up some peacocking to do later. I, yeah, let's get this over with. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> can I? You sure? By the way, last year I know you said you were choosing her. I don't know if that meant, but you know, come on, Lothario, Dispatter, Chris Angel. That sounds like a good time, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> can I uh, walk walk up to them too, and then tap them on the shoulder? Just try to start a combo. Like, what's up with that weird guy over there? What do you call him, Ronaldo? <laughs> Which one? The, uh, the, Roland, the girls to talk is, about uh, Roland, oh, the goth one. Yes, is, the goth is Roland. Rolling. So, Kevin wants uh, to make I'm, a sale, so he steps over. He's like, "You look thirsty, sir. Would you like a drink?" Actually, that looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I take it. <laughs> uh, Roland, who's supervising the two dumb ones, takes the bottle. God, you guys are making everything so difficult. Oh, I wish I was never born. <laughs> <laughs> we just trying to make a good sale day. God, I'm on idiot duty? This is just ridiculous. I'm sorry you is have to deal with him. Is that idiot duty or idiot duty? <laughs> Both of you, continue putting horse shit in the jars like you were told. I know what that guy's problem is. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, despite his very pale complexion, this, this dark-haired kid is getting very red in the face. <laughs> oh. uh, that weird kid looks like he's going to explode. I don't know what's going on, but he took my drink. <laughs> Uncle Einar, are you okay? Um, you look like you were uh, having a weird time, like as we were leaving the stage a bit ago. That all right? You, yeah, I, yeah. I just uh, I don't feel myself, and uh, you know, I'm staring at how big my bicep. You guys think? <laughs> oh, vinyl, Uncle Einhart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. ain't ever gonna change. Never, never. Uh, can I get so, one of those uh, uh, potions from those dumb people that came over here the other day? Not the other day, yeah, the other second ago. Oh yeah, what are you gonna inspect the formula? Yeah, yeah, yeah just uh, just want a quick sip. I'm a little parched. <laughs> Uncle Einhart, no really, Dad. You mean you you helped us design that formula? If you you drank it, it's gonna fuck you up. I put it right to my mouth. Stop. Put the cap back on. Yeah, Roland uh, does that all the time for attention. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I swear I'll drink it. I swear. <laughs> he never does it. Well, what what's the deal with that one? Why is he so uh, why is he so much like a like a complaining little bitch, you know? Well, I don't know. That's the thing. You know, like, all of us, you know, like, we all live pretty hard lives, you know, but for him, me and my sister Haley here, we, we, uh, well, we just got, you know, we got to plan it. We got to work. You know, we got busy. Idle, idle hands spend time at the genitals. <laughs> and, uh, we... <laughs> <laughs> Pan over to Sally with all four hands on genitals. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't give Sally something to do, she'll she'll milk everybody. We knew that you know if 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 we weren't going to get justice for our mother, you know there'd be no justice. And which is why I wanted to ask you: Are you still okay killing this town of people? Because you would act a little weird. Uh, yeah, We're about uh, to go on stage. Oh, uh, 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 I'm not, uh, everyone All right, was. Uh, you got to refresh me. Are we going to kill every single person here? Everyone in the well, town? Everyone, everyone we can get to drink the potion. After that, I don't care. We can pour it down the rest of their throats. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I, uh, I, 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 uh, when's, when's it going down? When's the plan happening? Again, you got to refresh my memory. I worked out this <laughs> adrenaline dump, you know? 
I see. I, I heard you saying you were a red-blooded American man out on stage a bit ago. Yeah. I don't even know what America uh, is. Bench press, 320. Or... I don't even know what America <laughs> is. Bench press. How, how much? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's going down. Uh, we're about to start the carnival uh, a little in about an hour today. And, you know, uh, about noon, we normally go on with our performance. Uh, so, I mean, a few hours. Uh, and... And same, same routine as usual, except this time we're actually going to be selling them poison instead of we stuff we think might be poison. Uh, I'm still a little bit down with the plan, but I have a few questions. Question, question, question. Uh, what if we just don't do this? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Onhart, you wanted revenge for them killing your sister, our mother, as bad as any of us. Now you're, now you're getting cold feet? Well, yeah, I, I remember once when we were kids. Blame me for crashing the car in the garage. It's like that. We don't need to do this whole poisoning everybody. She was a bitch. Anyway. You know what's a cure for cold feet? And Kevin walks over the potion. <laughs> 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 oh, she's getting away. You said you were going to the bathroom. You're not going to the bathroom. No, he did go a... to the bathroom in his pants. So on a technicality, <laughs> he did not lie. As, uh, as they're ushering Kevin away, he's yelling... Be sure to give me a good review on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> Un- Uncle Einhart, I don't like what you're talking about. That was my mother, and you know, you of her might have had differences, but you had forever to bring this up. In fact, Kaylee speaks up. Uh, these are, by the way, fan characters that were submitted. Kaylee steps in front of her sister and says, I think it's best you step outside. Go cool your head for a second, Uncle Einhart. Uh, we got a show to be No, no hold on. Listen, Haley, Kaylee, you guys listen. And I mean this with, with the most respect. You guys are being a couple of little bitches, if you ask me. I don't. It's not the steroids talking. It's your uncle talking. You need to hear me. If I say we change the plan, we change the plan. Who concocted this plan? Any- not you two, Nimbitzils. <laughs> Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> 11. 21. Plus 10. Uh, she's about to grab something and throw it at you, um, but she stops herself, takes a deep, long breath. <sighs> All right, then. I, it, it is your plan, and I, I'm, I'm sorry for doubt. We're, my sister and I are sorry for doubting you. Well, then, what, what, what should we do? You have our ear. We're, uh, we're going to take this poison, pour it out, and I got this chili or in place of <laughs> And then we're going to give it to everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. That's my chili. Don't give away my chili. <laughs> he looks like owls like in front of him. They can't see him. But he's, no, do not give away my chili. And the, we start fighting about the chili. Oh, this is my chili. You said this was my chili when we come over here. In the background, you hear, you know what goes good with chili? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, uh, you start having this chili argument. Uh how long's it go? Uh, I, uh, it goes on for hours. Or D twenty probably maybe until uh, an, uh, an hour. Until okay, so like you, by the time you're done with it, tell the, the event's uh, over, so I can buy some time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys. In fact, you actually come to and you uh, what 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 gets you to stop this chili argument? Listen, I don't care if what if the, the apocalypse is not worth it if I have to give up my goddamn chili. You understand? Listen, there are certain rules to be part of the entourage, and that is when you actually are stapped out of it, your argument with Dispatter, uh, you, a significant amount of time has passed because you do not see Haley or Kaylee Oak 
uh, in front of you anymore. In fact, you hear the steampunk organ music going, uh, indicating that uh, the, their show and the sales pitch is about to begin. Uh, well, uh, better grab a bowl of chili and grab a seat for this. I don't want to miss it. <laughs> no chili, goddammit! Not until the thing's done! Alright, we'll bring it over here, at least. Blanche and Chet finish their conversation. So that's why, honey, I have to say I'm really sorry that I haven't been paying more attention to you. I've just been so distracted. There's been so much going on, and I, well, I'm glad you understand. of course you're distracted. You've got eight hands in people's crotches. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> Chetty, I do not accept your apology until you stop giving hand jobs to these carny folk. <laughs> Jesus. It's this body. I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. Stop it's making it, excuses, about... Chetty. You chose that body. And you chose to give those handies. How about I give all of these hands attention to you? Oh, that's too many hands. Wash those things. Here, I brought some sanitizer. Oh, yes, yes, of course, of course. Uh, Preston. I could stop giving hand jobs anytime I want. <laughs> You're addicted, Chetty. Addicted to love. Here, I brought a special calzone filled with hand sanitizer. Now just squeeze this out onto your eight hands. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Four hands. Oh, uh, do your feet she's, too. She's uh, seeing double. I'm, I've really gone over the edge now. I've made her see double. This is, uh, yes, of course. I'll clean my hands right now. Um, Never seen okay, such a then. disgusting display, Chetty. We will talk about this when we get home to the Calzone novel. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Blanche. It's just. A lot going on. I, 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 yes, you're right. Uh, one guy uh, steps away. Another guy <laughs> steps in his place. Like <laughs> 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 in the middle of this apology. <laughs> uh, I motion to uh, Kevin. I say. When one hand job ends, two hand jobs begin. It's like, He's the Hydra of stroking dick. <laughs> you know what? I just, I just found the stereotypical four-handed race, and it's a thrycreen, which is an insectoid race with, like, claw hands. So. <laughs> Ooh, the claws. Ugh. I don't know about that. And uh, Kevin steps out. He's uh, as if he's talking to a camera in a commercial holding a bottle of potion. He's like, after a long day of giving handies... You need to relax with a nice bottle of potion. <laughs> Chet, Chet, Chet reaches to grab one and accidentally crushes it in the hand. Damn it! This will be huge in the older arthritic prostitute circles. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where you're going to be, Chet, if you don't <laughs> watch it. Yeah, the music begins. The uh, Maloklahomans begin to gather around. Haley and Kaylee Oak check to make sure that Roland is still supervising the other two picking up turds. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's giving the commercial. Roland's no, get away from no, no advertising. You're not, you're not cleared for you. You haven't been media tested. This way, <laughs> oh, you don't know okay. the talking points. Release. <laughs> and the show begins. Smoke fills the stage. Kel, um, by the way, can we retcon it? Uh, Dave, when you did your commercial that you dressed up like James Schrader with a blonde wig. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> your potions are shit yeah, was... and then throw it against a rock. 
That's good. That's right. Uh, awful neutral doesn't mean to humble brag, but the Sasquatch soap guy. <laughs> it's yeah. We yeah, know him. We met him. <laughs> we, know him. we met him. <laughs> now we got to get him on. He avoids our calls. <laughs> he gave me soap once. You got soap? I didn't get soap. <laughs> He's given me soap so many times, guys. <laughs> it's no big deal. <laughs> How do I get soap? He's, I've well. just gotten a message that says stop messaging me. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Lee sent me another dick pic. <laughs> you know you for want it. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Patreons, uh, we we have a an app that we can release to you guys. It's a special app that auto sends Sarah stop messaging me as soon as she starts <laughs> messaging you. <laughs> so hard to find love these days. <laughs> Technotronic music coming up. Bum, 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 it sounds like a 90s aerobics class beginning. <laughs> and uh, that's when Haley and Kaylee Oak, with fireworks and other light mat and other light tricks being pressed to digitate it onto stage. How's, How's it going, going y'all? It's going well. <laughs> Not that great. My chatty has been given handies. Thanks for asking. He talks right over it. Like, this fight you guys are having. <laughs> I can't stop giving handies. I... <laughs> <laughs> there's a clear commotion happening in the middle of stuff, like the front stage area. But there's true performers. They just plow right over it. We, we love it here in Malo, Oklahoma. We just we came, came from Cranksport. <laughs> and they ain't got what Malo, Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's got. got. You know what I'm talking about? And the crowd eats up this pandering. Ooh, do we have any ladies in the audience tonight? It's called crank sport. That's what it's called, what you're doing, Chetty. Crank sport. Now stop it. <laughs> That's the, you're the champion of that. If you are, you're all looking for champions. My Chetty's the champion of crank sport. <laughs> As this is happening, uh, the, the hand jobs in the front row you uh, you see uh, looks like an old. She looks like a um, Furbolg version of Dana Carvey's church lady. Mm. <laughs> well, I like this. She's she's in the front row now. She looks like the church lady to all of uh, to everybody else in the audience. But to you guys, once again, this is hovering just above this creature, as if it is controlling her, as if it is her and dis- him in disguise. You see Grasts, the uh, Tim Curry. Uh, sexually leather-bound character uh, using this church lady as a puppet to speak through. As opposed to the very asexual-bound <laughs> characters. Leather-bound. Leather-bound. Leather-bound books. The, the very... <laughs> <laughs> it's Tim Curry, but from Home Alone 2. He's dressed as a fucking courier. <laughs> leather-bound, but very unappetizing. <laughs> Looks like he runs a five-star fucking hotel. <laughs> <laughs> this church lady speaks up. These outsiders are here for only a few hours, and look, at there's already fornicating happening in the audience. Uh, we, we even brought Sally the fornicator back to you, off doing what she does with her unholy hands to the men and women <laughs> of this fine upstanding town. Sally's like, technically, this isn't fornicating, so we're good. <laughs> Do not tell me what fornicating is. <coughs> this is clearly sinful happening right in front of me. Is that a rhetorical question? 
Uh, I agree with this lady. It's wrong what you're doing. <laughs> Speak on, church. <laughs> Preach. Preach. <laughs> Haley and Kaylee Oak turn their uh, steampunk microphones up louder to uh, get over the distortion. That's right. That's we know that living over here in my local, local home, sometimes, sometimes it seems like all the resources just go to the big cities like Duke's Court or Middenheim or perhaps to the dwarven city of Adbar. We know that sometimes... People in my local home, they can get overlooked, but that's why we're here telling you now we have a once-cure-all that'll cure everything right here. And uh, she waves her hands, and a table of uh, glass vials with green liquid inside of them appears. Enough for seemingly everybody. That is right right here for the low, low price of one copper piece. And tell you what, we just like, because we like you, maybe if you don't even got the copper piece, maybe we'll spot you. We do it. We like you, my local homans. <laughs> so... Uh, with, uh, with that, that uh, anybody who would like this cure-all, it will cure anything from sore knees to depression. If you're ugly, it'll make you pretty. If you're stinky, it'll make you smell wonderful. If you are having trouble finding a husband or wife, it will guarantee you marriage. Kevin's waving money in the air. <laughs> yeah, in fact, this whole audience of rubes is, <laughs> is, oh, it'll help me find money. It'll help me stop stinking. Oh, it'll make me handsome. Will it help you stop giving handies? I cannot stop. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is one of the few things that we will not do. It does not repress sexual desire, which is why it's so good as an aphrodisiac as well. In fact, you would give this to somebody who had a trepidation before giving hand jobs. They would become a certified bona fide hand job machine right after imbibing or special miracle tonic. There was the Sarah disapproval. That's the opposite of what I need. Damn it. <laughs> is this presumably poison, all this stuff? It is definitely poison. Yeah. Okay. Delicious poison. They're handing out all the poison now. Listen, dude, I'm, I'm okay with him killing the town and everything, but we gotta figure out which one of this this, this it is. We gotta present some of them with a choice. You, I think you might have to go out there and lay it out on the line. You know, uh, uh, give them a heroic speech or something. Listen, I, I, I will kill every one of these people myself if I have to. That's not the problem. Is that we just we just you know if all these people die, we we won't know which if all of them if none of them are presented with a choice between good and evil. Then, you know, uh, the, then there's no way to tell which one of these three bastards, which one of these two on stage, is is going to be the one we got to snuff out, or we could just kill both of them. I'm I'm, I'm fine with either one. You're in charge, Lothario man. <laughs> just like you're going to be in charge of our pickup crew. <laughs> well, well, let's go talk to him real quick. See if I can persuade these ladies. So we're going to say, in the middle of their speech, as people are holding up money, a large bear-like man stumbles onto stage. It seems to be arguing with somebody that nobody else can see. I swear to God, if you give him any of the chili, I swear to God, I will nip. <laughs> Just give me a little more. Just a little I'll taste. I'll take you where for when we go out peacocking. Oh, my God. Okay, fine. Deal, deal, deal. Just one sec. Uh, can, can I talk to these ladies, please? Without you in my ear? Oh, okay, I'm just, you, just go, you just hear the sound of chili. In fact, he stops talking. You just hear the sound of a man eating chili into a microphone. ASMR, hey, we did it. Full circle. <laughs> so much less distracting. <laughs> oh, man, let's give me some gas. <laughs> and then they still just see me looking back. Towards you and be like, shut up! I can still hear you eating the chili. You won't give me any chili. Shut the fuck up! Then I turn around and I'm like, ladies, can I have a word? Uh, hold on, I said, Uncle Einhard, everybody.
everybody without all this this, this is his this is his actual traveling carnival he's the mastermind behind all this just one second everybody we're gonna get right back to selling you this tonic uh we just uh, we just have a little bit of a managerial meeting one moment please what is it uncle einhart listen they ladies walk uh, i have uh, i gotta tell um if you uh if you try to distribute this i'm gonna tell everybody boys your plan okay but I'm gonna give you the chance to say never mind. It's wrong. We're not gonna do this. We're gonna have a chili cook instead. <laughs> you have one minute to answer my. <laughs> okay, uh, Uncle Einhart, what we're, we're a little late in the game now for you to be for you to be. Why why, why would this we do is this? This is a quarter for hail mary. I am letting you know you have one ch one chance to me. Roll me uh, a persuasion check. Can any of us do like a help action or of any kind? Eight. Eight plus ten. That's an eighteen. Can Kevin start uh, yelling just... Attica and flipping tables? Listen, if you girls uh if you girls if you girls stop, I will I will I will, I will make sure to pay for magician both. <laughs> then you can follow your real dreams and doing tricks instead of trying to kill everyone. I mean it's just a thought, but you know, think on that real quick. Yeah, you know what? I would love nothing more. This, I, this, while this would be an easy opportunity to shit on magic and those who practice it, <laughs> we both, you, thank you, Uncle. You know me and my sister very well. You know that we love magic, always have. And, and I've Got just, your nose! I'm gonna do the nose. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, girls. <laughs> Roll a sleight of hand check. <laughs> sleight, sleight of hand is actually plus 13, legit. Alright, so, say so you rolled a. 18. All right. For you you reach the nose and for a second, like, oh, my, oh my God. Oh, my God. Y'all, you know, I forget you know, for a second what a crafty old bugger you are, Uncle Einhart. <laughs> you know, and right before you reached up to grab her nose, you could tell, like, she was she was pretty pissed off. You know, she had a uh, and her sister steps in front. Sister, maybe maybe he's right. You know, maybe if we did this, maybe we wouldn't be much different than the people who killed our mother. Not only that, you know, what if what if one day we have people trying to sell us poison vials and stuff because we decide to murder a whole town, you know? And, you know, I'm okay with just murdering that church lady. Speaking of selling poison vials, and Kevin offers a vial to her. <laughs> it's like through the window. <laughs> oh my God! Before she makes a choice, though, I step in after that heartfelt speech and pull a quarter from behind this one's ear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then I go, magic school. Think about it. <laughs> you know, sis, I've been thinking about it, and I think Uncle Einhart's kind of the only family we got left, and... Fucking right, eh? <laughs> he says as he, like... I pictured him, like, popping a beer. Fucking ain't right, Fucking ain't right. Smash the can over his head, flicks it over his shoulder. <laughs> Think is, that was a full can. It's like that's that is a strong head. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even didn't even drink it. <laughs> Just opened it and smashed it over his head. Flipped it up. Look at a right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like uh, like um, Diedrich Bader's character. <laughs> Office space. Yeah. I did not kill myself. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, after they see you do that, it's clearly. Yeah, I I don't think it's because I, I think Uncle Einhart's doesn't want to do this. It's not that he ain't tough. I mean, shit, I ain't no, nobody can break a full beer can on their head like that, like Uncle Einhart, without causing themselves some CTE. No, that's Uncle Einhart's 
seems like he's kind of telling us if we do this, we might lose the only family we got left. Sometimes it takes real strength not to poison people. <laughs> I, oh, I don't understand what you're saying. The words make sense, but the sentiment behind... You know what? We're going to have to trust you, Uncle Einhart. I can't... Uh, yeah, you rolled the persuasion. I'm not going to make you roll again. All right, Uncle Einhart, you're right. I can't lose you. And, uh, and uh, they both cry and embrace you. And... Uh, you, uh, after a, uh, do a, thank you, Uncle Einhart. You've shown us the way. You've been like the father figure that we've never had. Of course, of course. Uh, he's like the father figure no one ever had. <laughs> <laughs> where's that weird little brother? And that's when you hear outside. Yeah, that's right. That's right. In fact, in fact, go and have it all. And he just is passing out crates of this stuff into the audience. No! Can I uh, run over there and tackle him? Uh, yeah. Uh, give me, um, give me an athletics check. I rolled a 20. Alright, uh, you do, uh, with a, ta- with a, you rolled a dirty 20. Uh, with that, you, you make square contact. He's already passed one or two boxes into the audience. And you make square contact with him. You know, it's like, you know, it's that, it's that textbook football tackle where you get the hands beneath the legs, your shoulder. Decleated. You drive, you know, you drive <laughs> this emo kid into the stage. Oh, oh Uncle Einhart, what? I was doing what you wanted. These stupid posers need to die. Listen. So. Have you heard of magic school? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about magic school. I just care about making everybody suffer. That's all I care about. And that's when you see it. You see Grast, the demon lord. Um, you hear him say, Yes, that is the one. The emo child. Brilliant. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. Clint? Yours is going to be really good. Nine? Plus nine. Plus I got nine? an 18. With an 18, um, a uh, Grast... A black bolt of lightning goes from his current location into Roland's body. With that, you are uh, you are thrown back, uh, but with an 18, you do a sweet uh, backflip to avoid any damage. As I'm backflipping, can I go, got your nose! And <laughs> backflip. Roll me a sleight of hand check. <laughs> yes, I love it. 15. 15? No, 15 plus 13. A 28. 28. Uh, so 28. Um, as you're flipping away, uh, your hand drags across uh, Roland's face. And in slow motion, you hear, I got your nose. <laughs> and then when he lands the backflip, he separates the nose and puts it back together. <laughs> <laughs> Roland goes, no, give it back. No. <laughs> <laughs> So unfair, taking my nose. So unfair. And then at that point, you see uh, the uh, first off people in the audience are, are starting to uh, chug this serum. Does anybody do anything? Kevin says party. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to let me see, read this. You have four hands that if you could remove from genitals could yeah. slap. <laughs> So, if only he could remove them from genitals. He should be putting his fingers in people's mouths to make them throw up. Use your hand, is for good, Chetty. You guys have heard the parable about the uh, raccoon 
who gets his hand stuck in the jar because he's grabbed onto something. And no matter how hard he tries, all he has to do is let go of the pickle and he can get his hand out of the jar, but he will die before he lets go, let of, go of that pickle. pickle Jenny. <laughs> so I'm going to cast it sixth level magic missile, uh, which automatically hits. And at sixth level, I get uh, seven darts of magic missile, right? Four, okay. five, six, seven. And I'm going to hit a bottle with each dart of magic missile before they can drink it. Okay. We'll say that there's more than that that's being passed around, but a seven would be a significant number of bottles that have been passed around. But more importantly, if you did that, uh, we're going to have you roll for it. If you did that, uh, there is a chance you could cause a distraction and cause everybody to stop what they're doing. Kind of like uh, firing a gun in the air. Yeah. You know, people will stop what they're doing. So uh, go ahead and give me, uh, let's say performance check. All right. Plus. Now, if you roll a natural 20, you succeed, and you also get everyone to completion <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, 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 tight, tight. Uh, performance plus zero. Oh, a fifteen of on my plus zero. A fifteen? I'm gonna say a fifteen. Yeah. Uh, there's glass. We're gonna say what what happens is you shoot uh, a bunch of magic missiles. Like they all hit their mark, but is that a euphemism? Some of them like <laughs> take off a finger. Who somebody was holding it? Some of them explode the, the bottle and like glass shards go into these people's hands. And we're going to say it's that sudden and shocking violence that has happened to seven random people out here in the audience that has caused everybody to start screaming and dropping like, oh my God! Like almost like there's an active shooter situation happening. People are just running away. Elixir is poison! Drinks are exploding. Um, You see uh, where Roland was. He has grown several uh, times his size in a short matter. He is, his skin has become bright red. He has sprouted horns. He has uh, muscles upon muscles. He finally has that jock body he always wanted. Grows several rows of teeth. He grows the third eye in the middle of his head. He looks like a very emo demon right now. Everybody go ahead and roll me a constitution saving throw. 15. 17. Uh, Kevin also rolled a 15. Uh, I rolled a 15. Chet rolled a 17. I have a plus three, so I rolled a total of a 22. 22? All right. Uh, Gertrude, Sarah Lee, you were the only person who got above an 18, correct? Roland, now speaking with Grass's voice, snaps his fingers. Down, mortals, into subservience. Dark energy binds everybody to the ground except for Gertrude. And we're going to go ahead and say that uh, all of your disguises are now off as well. Let everybody see who you really are now. And it is at that moment where everything seems lost that a portal opens up right beside Lothario. Um, about head level. Somebody says, on your right, Cap. And uh, But this is, it, it's instead of on your right, Cap, it's more like the sound of like, you know, when uh, like somebody falling. But it's, uh, it's a voice you recognize. Uh, 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 I could have I could have gone a little smoother. Chewbacca? <laughs> <laughs> and that and that is when a second version of Lothario appears into this fight. 
Well, who in the handsome hell are you? Welcome back, Salvador Viesca. <laughs> He's here to help finish this fight. Welcome back, Sal. <laughs> and that is where we're going to end our episode for today. And we'll hopefully uh, have uh, two Lotharios and one family and their cat kicking the shit out of a demon lord next episode. And more hand jobs you can keep track of. <laughs> Litter of Lotharios. <laughs> I want to fight, but there's so many hand jobs left to yeah, give. There's two Lotharios. There's going to be like eight hand jobs going on at once. <laughs> Sarah Lee Steiner, you were killing it as Gertrude today. Thank you for keeping the emo kid entertained. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on the socials at Sarah Lee Magic. Because magic is cool. <laughs> I thought you were going to say real. Oh. <laughs> Not real, but cool. Dave Callens, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me down on the boardwalk selling vials of this delicious potion. <laughs> <laughs> and degrees to Trump University. <laughs> Jesse Egan, where can people you can find, find you? You can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media. And uh, thanks for a fun adventure today, Damien. That was awesome. Good to get back to our roots. Uh, honey Heiston's fun every once in a while, but... Give me Clint giving four hand job at the same time any Sunday. Can't beat it. Speaking of <laughs> well, you <laughs> speaking of manual pleasure, Clint Beiser, where can people find you? Washing my hands so so much. <laughs> Good. So much. I'll be for the next four years at least just Washing my, I'll, you might find me in your kitchen just washing my hands. In your bathroom, washing my hands. Not being creepy, just washing my hands. Thank you. Also, on so, on social media, you can find me at Clint Beicher on all the social medias. And if you find Clint Beicher washing his hands in your home, stay away. Just let him finish. Otherwise, he's going to attempt to give you a hand job. And then it just starts the cycle all well, over again. If you don't let him finish, he's going to walk away with blue hands. If you don't... If you don't let me finish washing my hands, I'm going to make you finish. <laughs> and Bijan Mustafavi, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on YouTube making shirtless videos of me trying on jackets. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or Bijan's comedy. And I've been your Dungeon Master, Damien Mercado. Uh, if you like the humor of this show, check out Science Faction. It is a comedy science podcast where we break down the week's science news articles and... Uh, Talk about penises, when and where applicable, which we find a way. Every article, I swear to you, we will. Uh, we also have a Patreon for the show. Uh, feel free to check that out. We have plenty of cool prizes at a variety of levels. Uh, and if you uh, don't have the funds, we know things are tight right now and can't support the show, just leave us a comment and a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody. This has been a lot of fun. Later, nerds. Bye. Bye.